Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. It's the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-2124-CBS. 855-2124-227. Send the tweets. Send the hot takes. At Ken Carmen, C-A-R-M-A-N. Now, I'll do it just as soon as I know, because I, I wanted to start. I Darwin Zook hopefully appreciates me, because I actually, if I'm in the room, I try to pay attention to the update. I had no idea. Folks in Denver, Colorado, I had no idea. This was a, This was a home game, correct? This was a home game last night. Because I wanted to start NFL, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna jump into the NFL. I promise, and I'm gonna get to the draft, and I'm gonna get to my Russell, my Russell Westbrook hot take. I'm gonna do all that. But as as what I'm being showed here, was there still? Did nobody leave this game last night in Colorado? Tom, is that it? Well, I don't want to ruin it. Let's play the sound first, then I'll give you the answer. Okay. What are you smiling about? What happened? <laughs> What's going on? Just go ahead, Chip. Okay. One-two pitch. Driven to right center field. It's got a chance. Goal! Touch of all time for Charlie Blackman. That's in the 12th inning, correct? Yeah. The bottom of the 12th to walk it off in, in Colorado. 444 footer, yeah. How many people were in the stands at that time? Basically nobody. <laughs> How did it sound that good? I have no idea. How, now, okay, because I'm looking at the video right now. There's nobody there. There's nobody there. <laughs> There's no, okay, something's missing here. What, well, the audio is courtesy of what? Go run down and get Darwin, because I got to I gotta, I gotta get this figured out, because we might have high crimes going on it's here, Rocky's folks. Rocky's Radio Network. This is the Rocky's Radio, and I thought Jack Corgan and, did TV and, there. And the stadium sounds. Of course. Can I hear that crowd again, please? Go ahead. Run it again. One-two pitch. Driven to right center field. It's got a chance. Goal! Touch of all time for Charlie Blackman. Something's fishy. Something's fishy. Bottom of the 12th inning like it's Carlton Fisk. There are 16 people in these stands. And the place, like, is that not, am I wrong here, Tom? Is that, that sounds deafening. Like, I think somebody might have pumped that in perfectly. That's some Superdome tactics right there. (laughs) Uh, I'm just pointing out if that was the Atlanta Falcons, we'd have a full-scale investigation. Let's let's point, just if you go go search social media. This is this is where see we will be talking home runs and bat flips and whatnot coming up. 
Go search Charlie Blackman's walk-off home run bottom of the 12th. Look at the crowd and then imagine listening to this. Hit it one more time, please. One-two pitch. Driven to right center field. It's got a chance. of all time for Charlie Blackman. One more time, please. One-two pitch. Driven to right center field. It's got a chance. Goal! Touch of all time for Charlie Blackman. I mean, did that not sound almost behind the bag? It gets by Buckner, and the Mets are going to win it. What the hell? What the hell is that? I Have Darwin look into it. By the end of when Darwin's gone, we got to find out. That had to be doctored. Either that or everybody in the stadium, the 1,500 people that were left in the stadium, all gathered around the crowd mic right underneath the booth and yelled into the booth. It's either one or two. It's it's not actual. That's that's not real sound to me. 855-2124-CBS. We will get the baseball coming up later because uh, – Honestly, you got a problem with guys pimping home runs. I Don't give up home runs. That's the only thing I can say. And Trevor Bauer, of all people, agreed with me. Those crazy bastards at the NFL did it again, didn't they? Before we used to watch the draft. You remember the draft back when you were a kid? And it was on Saturday. Tom's old enough to remember this. It was on Saturday. I used to. You want to know how much of a draft nerd I am? I used to go get my mother's timer that used to sit on the uh, sit on the stove. And I used to turn it to 15 minutes. And I used to do it for every pick in the first round on Saturdays. I swear to God. That's how big I used to watch the draft. It was just this cool thing. Someone's going to go. Lives are made. There will be a moment there when you watch on Thursday. And I say this every year because it's true every single year. You watch on Thursday. I find it incredibly interesting that some guys are going to walk across that stage and they'll go on to do great, great things in the game of football. They'll win championships. They'll be all pros. And then they'll walk across the stage and they'll show them walking across the stage and then walking up to the stage when they give their induction speech in the Hall of Fame. It's going to be really, really cool stuff. And then there's some people you see that is the best their life is ever going to get. Professionally. That's the best their life is ever going to be. That moment, that stage right there. Like Johnny Manziel gets drafted number 22 overall. He comes out. He gives up the – he does the the money sign. Now, you could say Heisman Trophy, and maybe you'd be right. But professionally, professionally, that's as good as his life has ever gone. Right there on that stage. The rest, yee. But right there in that moment – now, personally for him, probably the Heisman Trophy. But it, uh, let's be serious. But walking across that stage professionally in the in the pantheon of, of great football, great players, that whole thing, right there that moment's the biggest. And the draft used to be the biggest thing. And then over time, you remember when you were young, you'd hear about the combine because you couldn't see the combine. It was kept under lock and key. So you couldn't go see what was going on at the combine. We used to see these videos of NFL films that would film outside the combine and then one day back in the 90s at the RCA Dome, one camera got in and showed some guy doing a shuttle, and it was a big, big deal. And now you get to see every single day of the Combine, a full week of coverage from the Combine. The NFL has done it again. Before, the schedule would come out, and it was just the test of hack radio show hosts throughout the country. All right, the Bengals' schedule is out, and they throw out the number, and 
Do you think they win week four against the Ravens? Whatever, 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 whatever. Down the line it goes. Nothing gets anybody in Cincinnati, just using them as an example. And then this week, wow, live NFL Network coverage. We're from the most popular bars in each of the major cities in the NFL. And we'll have a player here live, and we'll have one of our hosts here live, and we're breaking down the schedule. And it's a big deal, and it's a big party across the country. The NFL always finds a way to get over. When I get upset with baseball, my problem with baseball is that at some point, we have to leave the corpse of steroids in the past. I don't necessarily know how we do that. i got a couple of ideas, but it can always come back to bite us. At some point, we have to stop talking about baseball and steroids. Football, they just keep creating new events. It's the longest offseason you can find. It's the shortest season you can find. They play the least amount of games. They have the training camp that comes up, and there's a bunch of things that naturally you should be exciting for. excited for. The schedule comes out. And people are running around like chickens with their heads cut off. Like, there are hardcore NHL fans, NBA fans, Major League Baseball fans who are watching their games, watching their postseason games, watching all the other stuff. The league was too big to do about a freaking schedule coming out. And my, my, I myself, the team that I cover, the team that obviously, if, if you listen to this show with any regularity, the one you know I like, Obviously, we're paying attention because it's been a long time since that team's been good, and it's a chance to actually get things going in 2019. Not because of the schedule. It's that you think the team's going to be good. You just want to see where it lays out. You want to see where the primetime games are. And you look at ESPN, and I'll give them credit. All their ESPN writers, they're right up there on ESPN.com. All those guys out there, and women, there's like two that have sub-500 records. The guy who covers the Jets, 8-8, eight and eight, very nice. Jets fans are excited. Hey, New Jersey's, at least the helmets are nice. Sam Darnold, 8-8, eight eight, that's a step forward from where they were. All right, you, know, they, you steal one here or there, maybe it's 9-7. and seven. Maybe you overachieve and it's 10-6. and six. We'll see what Adam Gase does. He doesn't give good press conferences, but he's a pretty good offensive mind. Kind of looks like one of the, the mutants from, from Men in Black with the thing pulled over his face in a press conference, but he seems to be a pretty good offensive mind. Okay. Like the Dolphins had a 4-12 and record, and there was like one other that was under 500. The Giants, maybe. Other than that, everybody else, we could be a playoff team. We could be above 500. We could be a wild card team. We could do a lot of things. There's so much excitement for a freaking schedule. And I look at it, and just it's, it's the NFL. The NFL, if they want it to be a big issue, it'll be a big issue. The, the serious problems the NFL has, and we've documented them a couple of times, it goes away. You'll cheer on Sunday. The The serious problems with the players of drug abuse, domestic violence, weapons charges, those go away on Sunday. We are excited to root for these teams. And it's amazing to me that the NFL just is this train that keeps on chugging. And it's, hey, look over here. Pay attention to this. Don't worry about concussions. Check out your favorite fantasy football team. They They keep working. But in Major League Baseball, every single time you turn the corner, it's, well, you know, we heard about steroids and steroids and whether or not that, well, Roger Clemens has a bag of skin laying around somewhere. It's always the same drag. 855-2124-CBS. But all this is inside of a week before the draft. And I got nothing against Kyler Murray, but you're just giving me bad reasons to draft in number one overall. You give me a little bit of accuracy, he's got it. 
You give me the athleticism, he's got it. But the reason why you're taking him number one overall, why are you taking him number one overall? Because you're giving me Cliff Kingsbury as a reason to take him number one overall. Above everybody else, you need a quarterback, that's what you're saying. So, And by the way, it could be a ruse, and I'll get to that here in a moment. But you're taking him number one overall. Above everybody else, Kyler Murray's number one. Why? Well, Cliff Kingsbury. What has Cliff Kingsbury really proven? Well, can offensive systems are different. They're different in the NFL, and you don't have to play that defense like you did in college football. Okay, I don't know if that's really a selling point. Well, can you see that his offense is going to run better with Kyler Murray? Okay, what about with the guys that he recruited? What about with the guy who's the NFL MVP? What about those players? Well, can you see it's different? I don't understand how you're going to give Cliff Kingsbury better competition and somehow it's going to end up being better. I know that he's getting better players, but you're not playing against Oklahoma State's defense anymore or Kansas State's defense anymore. You're playing against the big boys. And they're already starting to figure out how to get past run-pass option, how to mirror some of the things that they're doing, how to get after some of the tells of quarterbacks. They've already started that. And you're giving me Cliff Kingsbury as the reason. That's one strike against you because of all the coaches, and we might be seeing this with Sean McVay someday, but of all the coaches, the one guy we think about that's coach above players, and I'll argue it any day, but what is a good, strong, fun argument, if you let it be fun, coach above players is Belichick. That's the only guy who you think of. Everybody else, you give them good players, and then he'll be a good coach. If you give him bad players, you're going to run him out of town on the rail. The only guy we even think about is Belichick. It's not Cliff Kingsbury. If you were taking a risk on a quarterback in New England to come in, say Tom Brady were to retire, you take a risk on a guy and you go, well, it's Belichick. He's, he's the greatest ever and everything will be perfectly fine. You don't look at it and say, well, it's Cliff Kingsbury and everything will be perfectly fine. No, that's not how that works. I still have Steve Keim, who's employed, which I, I still wonder. You drafted Josh Rosen. You hired and fired Steve Wilkes. What exactly do you do here? And then you get to Josh Rosen, who has been about as professional as anybody could be throughout this entire process. How old's Josh Rosen? 23? Is he 23, Tom? 22, 23, somewhere in there. And he's handled this. He's 22 still. He's 22. He's handled this magnificently. I'm 30. If you tell me all this is going on, I'm 32. If you tell me all this is going on, I don't think I would act that professional. I don't think I could be a professional like him. I'm the one who's got the wife and the house and the kids and the whole thing. I don't know if I could be as professional as to what Josh Rosen has been. They put him in the media. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those deals. This is what we got to deal with. I'm here to help make the Cardinals better. No petulance, no childishness. And that was one of the questions that they had about him in the draft. Could he handle the slings and arrows of the NFL? So far, so good. You stick a camera in front of his face, you stick a mic in front of his face, either that or he's done some really big learning over the last year or some of the stuff we said about him in the draft last year just really wasn't even true. And I got a guy like Josh Rosen, and I think if you're really going to make this move, and you can, when I say all this, I don't know if I have anything against Kyler Murray It's just I wouldn't take him number one overall for the reasons you're giving me. It seems that you're sold on yourself and not necessarily Kyler Murray. And so when you're giving me this type of scenario, I say do right by yourself, do right by Josh Rosen. He's handled it well. If you can make some sort of a deal, if you're really going to take this young man, you might as well hit the ground running because you're saying that Josh Rosen does not compute with the type of offense you're running. I will always be an advocate of New England. I'll be an advocate of a a lot of different teams out there. If it comes down to Josh Rosen and what he could do, 
And if I ask Tom about this, and I will later on in the show because he runs a great website, TD Scouting. If I were to write this down, which I did, New England, Miami, which Miami, you could already be thinking about next year. And if you're a Dolphins fan, hey, buddy, I don't blame you. Just hold out hope. Cincinnati, Jacksonville, I think it should be Denver in that mix, but John Elway is going to be a John Elway. And the Giants. And you could probably give me an argument for a couple other teams. But if it's me, it's New England, Miami, Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Denver, the Giants. Josh Rosen could be a good fit. You need him to be a pro? Just look at some of the press conferences that have been held over OTAs and some of the stuff that he said. You need him to be a young quarterback? Tom just said it. He's 22 years old. You put him together with a non-rebuilding team, or God forbid, and I know this is just a horrible thing to say anymore, but if you put him with an organization where maybe he could wait wait a year, eh, eh, maybe you end up being some for you. I'm not saying give up your first-round pick. But I think for the Arizona Cardinals, if they're going to go Kyler Murray, then go full-bore Kyler Murray. Week one, he's your guy. We run this offense. Every single rep is dedicated to Kyler because you got to make this work because you have to keep this thing going from the ground running when you start this thing off because obviously – Guys like me are going to be breathing down your neck, and so are Cardinals fans. So if that were to be the way, I don't think that Josh Rosen makes sense as a backup for you. I don't think Josh Rosen makes sense as a bargaining chip for you. You yourself said you're sitting on two trade uh, trade offers for him. Then go ahead and make one of those trades. And put Josh Rosen in a situation where he can flourish and where you can get some pretty decent draft picks. Whether those be multiple thirds, maybe a second, I don't know what someone might be willing to give you. Because if I look at Josh Rosen compared to Drew Locke, And Haskins and Daniel Jones, I could put him maybe third in that mix. When it comes to Haskins, maybe behind Haskins, I would put maybe Rosen there. That's still a first-round draft choice. Murray, Haskins, Rosen, Locke, and then you have Daniel Jones. that's, That's still a pretty good pick. And you could work with that guy. And if you're one of these guys out there, hint, hint, like it should be Dave Gettleman, who might be on a little bit of a warm seat, Maybe you should take a swing at that because what I've seen out of him throughout this entire process has been pretty damn professional. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. What's going to happen at the top? Do you believe it's Kyler Murray? And what should happen with your favorite team when they get to the draft? Pittsburgh, I'd say secondary, but I think you guys just mess them up for whatever reason. So where do you think they need to go? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-2124-CBS, you just heard it. Today's the call show. You call, you're getting in, basically. It's the, day, it's, the, it's the Saturday before the draft. I'm not trying to be a lazy ass. I got hot takes lined up for you. I swear to God. I, I got a comparison between Russell Westbrook and, and Matt Stafford that's already upset at a few people out there. So it's already going to be fun. I promise you. There will be hot takes. There will be strong stuff. I will call pitchers who get upset about pimping home runs sissies. I will say all that. But today is a day where, yeah, you're getting ready for the draft, and, and futures change. Futures are going to change, for the better, for the worse. Kyler Murray, number one to Arizona. Nick Bosa goes to San Francisco. San Francisco could be a dangerous team. you got all these high draft picks. You'll have Garoppolo coming back eventually here. Uh, I, I'm running out of excuses for Kyle Shanahan. i got another hot take boiling after that one. You got the Jets. Who knows where they could go? I'm sure Tom will have his opinions on that. You have the Raiders. And 
One thing I want to say about the Raiders before we get to the phones, because we got people in here, and I promise, today's the call show. You want to know where your team needs to go, or you want to tell me where you think your team needs to go, fine, go ahead. 855-212-4227. I'm going to do my damnedest to get you in today. One thing about the Raiders, being someone who's been to a place where everything happened dramatically and turned negative, if you talk to Daniel Jeremiah, and I think he put this out there in a tweet, and a couple other scouts, some of this stuff is standard practice because we hear that Mike Mayock and John Gruden have told the staff to go home this weekend and they might not even back, be back for the draft. We don't trust anybody. Get on out of here. You can't look at the draft board. We're moving on. And obviously we take that as a sign of dysfunction and we get crazy about it and we get worked into a shoot over it. You talk to a guy like Daniel Jeremiah, and I think he says it himself when he got involved in scouting in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, it was basically anybody could walk in, walk out. That's the way it was. It became a really strong, top-secret thing, and I think part of this is the invention of social media, too. It became a very strong, top-secret thing around 2011, 2012, and 13. Then all of a sudden, things change. And normally, and you'll see this now because you have Mayock who came in just a little bit ago. You have John Gruden who took over just a little bit ago, but remember he was working with the old scouting group. Is that after the draft, guys will be get, will be let go? So some of this is just perfectly normal, but because it we feel it's a dysfunctional situation, and we feel that ultimately, even though it makes sense, it will still lead to a dysfunctional situation. We think that this is dysfunction, which really this could just be part of the status of what it goes with. You know, if, if Eric DaCosta over there in Baltimore wanted to let go of people after the draft, we wouldn't think anything of it. It's his staff now. He can do it as he wishes. He can change things the way he wants to. I know Ozzy's still hanging around a little bit, but it's his show. He can do what he wants. We wouldn't think much of it because the Ravens have been a pretty strong franchise for a long time who have made the right decisions for a long time. With the Raiders, with some other teams, oh, my God. But really, if they make a normal decision – we get worked into a shoot over it. 855-2124-CBS. Speaking about Kyler Murray and what I was, I want to take to Robert Tempe, Arizona. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Robert. Hey, Ken. You were speaking earlier of Steve Kime, the Arizona Cardinals general manager. Yeah. Hey, in between hiring and firing a couple coaches here and there, you know, because it's only business, throw in, throw in an extreme DUI that they cleaned up in three weeks that would take the normal person 18 months. Well, what am I supposed to make out of that, though, Robert? I, I can't get... Well, it's it's only business, and Steve Kime does whatever his boss, Michael Bidwell, wants. That's true. And whatever the... You know, so it the love goes both ways. Okay. So it's... But am I getting a really good deci- am I am I getting a really good vibe on taking Kyler Murray number one overall? Then it's not just because you have, I, you have to. You know why? Why? Josh Rosen. You can tell when the quarterback has it. He doesn't have it. Ken. Well, I'm not. I, see, this is my problem with it. And Robert, I'm up against it. And I thank you very much for the call. My problem with it is if you if you're not in love, don't stay married. If you don't love your quarterback, don't keep your quarterback. Find another quarterback. But the reasons you're giving me for Kyler Murray, if you really believe he's the number one overall, we got a couple of calls who feel that it's that way, then go ahead and give me those reasons. But the reasons I'm getting out of Arizona, well, well, you know, Cliff Kingsbury really, really likes him, Ken. Okay, and 
then what's Steve Keim doing there? Why does he still have a job? If it's based on what Robert just told me, which I'm not going to get into the DUI part of it, if he's just doing the Bidwell's bidding, which is terrible, but it's maybe a true thing and a terrible pun, then fine. But I'm not getting really good, strong analysis telling me that this is the guy who's the number one. This is the guy who's going to change your franchise. Why? Because the offense that the head coach is bringing in that he really couldn't get to sing in the Big 12, which is an offensive conference? 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. More of you guys coming up. We'll get back to you when we come back. What's going to happen at the top of the draft? What should happen at the top of the draft? What should your team be doing? And also, yeah, Russ is coming dangerously close to being the Matt Stafford of the NBA. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227, brought to you by GEICO. Oh, there's great news. There's a quick way you can save some money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Chris Trapasso going to join us at around 12.40 p.m. Eastern. We'll talk draft with him. Also, I got a spicy comparison to Russell Westbrook. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I got people getting in. I I do say this. I think about Josh Rosen's future, and I think about the team's future. I think if you're a fan of one of the teams that I brought up, before I get to the calls here, I think if you're a fan of the Giants, New England, Miami, Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Denver. Those are the ones I brought up. You're probably not too enthused when I say Josh Rosen, especially like because I, I even circled Miami when I first said it. You have, even though Brian Flores doesn't want to believe it, You've really subscribed to the Sashi Brown theory of let's rack up the picks and get ourselves the best shot at what we can do to find picks and quarterbacks and guys to put around that quarterback. So you're already thinking about Jake Fromm, Justin Herbert, Tua Tagovailoa. You're thinking about those guys. And I think a lot of other fan bases, I think if you're Denver right now, you're Joe Flacco is a whatever to you. I, I think a lot of people would probably be a little bit afraid of Drew Locke just because of the history of the draft with John Elway. You want it pointing you dead ass in the face about it. Giants, I I think basically the same way. And they could be in on Haskins. They could maybe not be in on Haskins. You hear hear what he says about Eli. I don't know how much I'm supposed to take out of that. I'll probably overreact to that at some point by the end of the day. But I keep hearing all these things about about Eli. And I, I just look at Dave Gettleman and I'm thinking, it's the same thing my wife told me about cargo shorts. There was a time where people noticed cargo shorts and they go, Ken... You got to take off the cargo shorts. I'm still a supporter of cargo shorts, but I know it's not socially acceptable for me to wear cargo shorts out and about. You may still be a supporter of Eli Manning. It is no longer socially acceptable to be out and about with Eli Manning as your quarterback in the NFL. But if I give you Josh Rosen instead of one of the guys coming out of the draft, because they all look great right now. One of these guys we're going to knock down by the end of this coming college football season. But they all look great right now. I, I don't think you want to hear about Josh Rosen. I'm just thinking about he, he's he got to have some potential. He's got to have some talent there. He got beat down in his first season in Arizona. His head coach situation was a mess. They fired him after the year. The general manager was even more of a mess. We just took that call from a fan. And I'm looking at Josh Rosen going, just do right by him. If you don't want him, fine. Just do right by yourselves. Get some picks and somebody do right by him. But I think if you're one of those fan bases, you're hearing me bring up Josh Rose and you're thinking, I'm a fan for life. It's not my job that's on the line. 
I'm not the one who might be like Dave Gettleman and might get canned at the end of the year. I'm not one of those guys who has to worry about that because you're a fan. You don't have to worry about that. So you just want the best overall quarterback. And if it means sitting through a terrible, lackluster, lame duck season and then eventually rooting for losses the way that a lot of fan bases do when they look for that number one overall pick to change their fortunes with that quarterback, you're more than willing to do so. So if there's some pushback about Josh Rosen from Miami fans and in and, and Cincinnati, New England is New England. That might still be the best situation possible for him. Jacksonville, Denver, the Giants, I, I hear you. I do. I really do. And honestly, I wouldn't blame you if you were like, no, you know what, I'd rather just sit this year up because these quarterbacks aren't that great. And I'd rather just wait till next year because I could end up with a top three pick and one of the top three quarterbacks there. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I'm just going to go and order how long they were on. Matt in Green Bay, you've been more than patient. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, how are you guys doing today? We're doing wonderful, Matt. Go ahead, buddy. All right. So I just want to talk a little bit about the Packers draft and seeing how they've got two first-round picks this year and we finally have a GM in place that's actually willing to make moves in free agency. <laughs> it's an exciting year. Um, you know, we addressed the linebacking with both of the Smiths. We got Adrian Amos, who's a vastly underrated uh, safety in the NFL, and big Billy Turner coming in who can play guard and tackle. Right mm-hmm. now the draft is kind of wide open. I keep seeing DK Metcalf maybe at 12, TJ Hawkinson. Um, personally, I would love to see Montez Sweat or even uh, Devin White, um, a linebacker that they would desperately need uh, on the inside. But 30, 30 is where I'm very excited because they have the option of either trading back out of it, maybe get another first rounder next year. Yeah. Uh, or get a big guy like Dalton Reisner out of Kansas State because that Ooh, guy is. I love him. I love him, Matt. I stay with me for a second, Matt. I love him. I absolutely and I watched a lot of K State football this year. I swear to God, I think that he is a diamond right there. I, I totally agree with you about him. I think that you are really sitting those teams where you have Green Bay with that second pick because of it. You have the Rams. You have New England there. I think that Seattle would be, or excuse me, you would have uh, the Rams in New England there. There would possibly be you. Then you have what? You have San Diego, Kansas City in front of it. Those teams that are late in that first round, I, I, you've got a catbird seat right there because you've got teams that want to get that fifth-year option. So you could do a lot of things. If TJ Hawkinson ends up being there at 12, which we keep hearing he could be there, uh, Matt, how much faith do you have in Aaron Rodgers right now? For the next couple of years. He's still Aaron Rodgers. I mean, yeah, he's had an injury history, and I do think that he kind of was throwing McCarthy under the bus with a couple of those passes last year. But, uh, I mean, you know, he's still Aaron Rodgers, and until he really bottoms out, I've got nothing but faith in the guy. Man, he is a – and thank you very much for the call, Matt, because Matt makes the separation. Aaron Rodgers' name is mud right now, him and Mike McCarthy, because of the whole family issue – Whatever reason you want to pick, boil it down to it. Is he still a league's top quarterback? If he's still one of the league's top quarterbacks, then that's all you're going to care about in six months. You won't care about any of this other stuff. If he's still if he's still Aaron Rodgers like we know Aaron Rodgers, you'll be perfectly fine with it. So everything I say about him personally, that doesn't matter. You get a guy like TJ Hawkinson there from Iowa. I mean, this is a guy. It's a big enough body. You got a guy who I think that if you have a good quarterback like him, you can turn him into something that can really work out for you. You have something there that it's not Rob Gronkowski, but his catching is there. The play that he has is there between him and Noah Fant, what they were able to do for Nate Stanley this year. 
I, I think that both of those guys could be very, very nice tight ends for whatever team that are taken. I would put Hawkinson above, obviously, and I think him with Aaron Rodgers coupled with if you stay in the first round, that's a hell of a draft. Because with Aaron Rodgers, you're still expected to compete. That's a guy who can come in, start at tight end, catch passes for you, make an immediate difference. An immediate difference. Give him another weapon, another guy to get open. It might take a little bit just to get him at, just to get him acclimated to the NFL. You got yourself something you can work with there. 855-2124-CBS. Alice in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. I, Glad to have you, Alice. We, you know, we even though Antonio Brown and Bell left and it, it's going to hurt us a little, um, what hurt us more was Ryan Shazier the loss of him because our offense hasn't really been our problem. It's been our defense. We give up mm-hmm. too many points. I like Devin White. I like Devin Bush. Um, I like Tavon Coney from Notre Dame. We have to trade up and get one. I know mean, the last time we traded up to get somebody was Troy Polamalu, but they really need to trade up for defense. They need an inside linebacker really bad. I don't know what you think. The secondary, I, I get a little bit cynical about it, Alice, because I think when they, when it comes to the secondary, you guys take good players, they're good for a year, then all of a sudden they fall off, completely fall off the face of the earth. So it's like if you want DeAndre Baker or something like that, it's like, okay, yeah, it would work out, and who knows. But I, just because I believe that doesn't mean you need to stop taking those guys. I agree. Yeah. I, I think the linebacker help. I think linebacker spot needs help. I think a lot of places on that defense might need some help. You have Bud Dupree, which hey, that's popcorn muscles. Uh, you had a couple of other guys. And then when you lost Ryan Shazier, I don't think we realized it at the time because you're right in the mix of it. You didn't realize how much of a leader that guy could be and how really good of a player he was developing into because he was already a good player, but he was becoming really, 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 really good. So you're right about that. Yeah, I I think you could probably go with like a nice Devin Bush there if it was there there where you guys were picking a what, 20th? If you go there with with him or if you wanted to go, man – <sighs> I like Mac Wilson too. Yeah, is is, is Cle- you know I I would maybe take a look if Cleland Farrell falls to you, you. You always love an edge rusher, and you can yeah. put it on the other side. I know that you might think you have a dearth of him, but if he's the better, if you have a uh, you have a bulk of him, not a dearth. But I think if you have a bulk of him, it, I think one more at the top of the players can can really help you out there, Alice. All right, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, if you even if it's just best player available there, if you. If I look at a couple of these and you have Cleland Farrell falling to you, uh, I, I might take a whack at a guy like that. And I get very cynical about the Steelers because, yeah, you took Artie Burns a couple years ago. He had a nice rookie season. Then all of a sudden things went to hell. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. We get to Tim. Is Tim still there in Louisiana? Tim, let it ride, baby. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. It's, it's Ken, not Tim. Ken. Oh, this is Ken. People get yeah, me mixed right. up with Tim all the time, too, Tim, so don't even worry about it. Go ahead, bro. Right, Ken, I should say. Ken, go right on ahead, friend. Well, thank you for taking my call, first of all. Uh, you know, when you lose the, uh, Olivier Bell and Antonio Brown, you, you, you can't replace that. Sorry, defense ain't going to matter. You got two big superstars that's off that team. Forget about it. But I'm Well, I, about see, I don't, I don't know about that. I, I don't know about that, Ken. Because, if well, again, this is going to be a test of Ben Roethlisberger. Because Ben Roethlisberger, if he really, really wanted to, and, it, and this is a decision on whether or not he'd have the ego to let him do this, you could have tried to talk to Antonio Brown. He decided it wasn't worth it. It was his decision with the Steelers. So they lose those guys. 
obviously they feel that they need, and they do need some help on defense. All right, well, Ben, if you think you can still hack it there, then you go right on ahead. I, I, don't, I shouldn't say I don't know if you're wrong yet, Ken. I think that some things have to play out. That's, that's what I should be saying to you. Go ahead, bud. But, Jack, uh, but I'm talking about uh, Rosen. Listen, the man has not been developed. He doesn't have a, 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 the players around him to get things done. And just to throw him off to the hash sheep is crazy. Uh, I wouldn't take Kyler Murray. I want to develop this guy, see what he's really about, give him some people surround him so we, he, we can see what he can do. Just, just throw him away. Forget it. That's foolishness to me. No, he hasn't been developed. That's, that's clear. It's clear well, to me. What they have here is a, is a, is a difficult thing because if they don't feel that Josh Rosen can do the job, or if they don't want him, then then give him a fresh start. Give yourself a fresh start. That's I'm an advocate for divorce. If you're not happy, get out of it. This isn't the 1960s anymore. No offense to anybody out there. I feel like you should try to work it out, but if you really don't think you're happy, then get the hell out of it. It's the same thing in divorce as it is with quarterbacks. So, Ken, if they yeah. if they really don't feel it is, then, then get him to an organization that's willing to – well, you'll probably make the best decision for your team and you won't care – but I wish that they could get him to an organization that could offer up something nice. I think he's better than a lot of quarterbacks in this draft. Save maybe Murray himself. We'll see. Maybe Haskins. But I think he'd be right up there if he were in this draft. He's not. So if, if you can make a trade, get him maybe a couple of thirds, get a third and a fourth. I'm not sure how the draft power chart works out. Then you help yourself out. And you can do your Kyler Murray thing and see if it works out. You got a you got a coach in there who it seems to be enamored by the owner seems to be enamored with. So they want to run his mm-hmm. offense, even though I'm not a big, I'm just not a big Cliff Kingsbury guy. So if you want to do it, you might as well go full bore and get Josh Rosen into a place that might appreciate him a little bit more, and maybe a place where he can settle, survey the land, and maybe play a little bit better when he gets his next shot. That's that's what I'm advocating for right now, Ken. I think he's handled this very yeah. well over the last couple of weeks too. And then we'll find out if uh, if Juju Schuster is the real deal without uh, the other superstar on the other side of the uh, of the offense. We'll find Absolutely, out if he's the real deal. We're going to find it out. Thank you. Thank you very much. I I would see and thank you for the call, Ken. I would see maybe till after the first month of the season. A lot of things need to shake out. You get to October. If Juju isn't doing much, you got a problem on your hands. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up, yeah, I will get to the Westbrook thing. And also, I don't care what Tim Anderson said. If you don't want guys pimping home runs, then don't give up home runs. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.